Tales from Daconia, where legends are born, myths are made, and adventure is as common as commoners. I'm UDM, Pete. How you doing there? And to my left. Well, to your left, you got Merrick Copperkettle. He's a self-proclaimed bounty hunter. He's got his two little short swords, and can't forget his faithful sidekick, Spayburn, who's more or less just a dog. That's basically it. I'm Ben, uh, reprising my role as Hexian Farshaper, the Changing Ranger, being whatever I need to be, whenever I need to be it. And I'm Justin, reprising my role as Grilgog, who finally got to actually show what his character was uh, made for last session for the very first time. It, it, it only took, like, what, three episodes. And I'm Andy, back as Belmont, the... Uh, tiefling sorcerer, and I'm ready to show off what I can do again this time around. How about you? All right, and I'm Sam coming back as Gadriel, the Azimar warlock, after uh, slaying a couple of those nasty foes. Okay, you guys just spent the night after defeating those bugbears in your little crevasse that you found to camp in, and you completed the night of sleep without finding anything else or any of the disturbances in the night, and you are now. Uh, waking up and on your way to the city of Claydale to find Grustival. Morning, everybody. How'd you guys sleep? Good morning, Merrick. I'll, I'll, I'll take that as a not, not a very good sleep, Mr. Grumpy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you woke up on the wrong side of the rock and sticks. I think he just needs his morning coffee. I, I yawn and shake my head back and forth, and a bunch of twigs fall out. Hell, you need coffee? I'm brewing a pot right now. Spayburn! Oh, God, he's gone ran off with my pot of coffee again. <laughs> well, um, shit. Uh, Pete, can I... Uh, I, I want to emerge from behind a tree. I, I, I want to say that I've been up for a little bit. Uh, there, um, There is no trees around. You guys are in, like, a stone outcropping that's kind of like, almost like a maze. All right, I'm going to say, all right, I get up from squatting from behind one of the rocks um, and uh, fashioning what I can only assume is the medieval version of a, of a zipper and just say, um, and I kind of stroll back on over. Good morning, everybody. I always like to rise up early. Morning. Good morning. Can I make a perception check for any bird's nests to make omelets? A b- bird's eggs. N- make a perception check. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> That's a... Cool. That's a 10. You do not find any bird's right, nests. Well, there's there's no... The birds shot. don't usually make nests down here. They killed you. Yeah. They... they Nest in rocks. Not right here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. You know, guys, you don't have to go foraging for food or hunting any little critters. I mean, I I do have, like, a pound of bacon and and biscuits and stuff. I I can just start making food if you guys just want in. You have bacon and you haven't told us this until now? We literally just left town the other day. I I figured everybody got provisions. You (laughs) You didn't get anything? Well, of course I did, but I didn't get bacon. You didn't get... Why not? Well, apparently you have it covered. Well, I don't have enough... What appears to be the medieval version of, like, a really smelly tuna fish sandwich um, (laughs) that looks like it was partially sat on, and then I kind of look over. Wait. I... I... I feel like I could have prepared this better. Oh, yeah. Your first mistake was making a fucking sandwich. We're going on a freaking camping trip here. The first thing you're going to do is make a sandwich. A tuna sandwich of all sandwiches? My God, peanut butter and jelly would have sufficed. But, oh, no, you had to go and be that guy. Come on, Spayburn, we can't sit next to this jokester. And we go off and sit over by ourselves in the cart. Which is not going to last very long out here. We make a wide berth. 
around Grail Cog. You are sitting and very sparse from Grail Cog, and you guys are eating your breakfast. No one yeah. wants to sit next to the smelly guy. Like we were all sitting around like a, uh, a fire, and all of a sudden Grail Cog comes down and sits next to us. We all look at each other, get up, and leave, and go make another fire fight. Anyway, <laughs> does anybody else want to do anything before you guys head out? Oh, after wait, breakfast? it's gonna it's, it's gonna go bad if I don't eat it. Uh, I mean, like there was like. It already oh, smells like it went bad. I, I'd like to hop up off my cart and walk over to Grailcog. Oh, hold on, Grailcog. You know what? I'm sorry. That is going to go bad. Here, can I help you with it? Uh, sure. I reach my hand up. Here, let me say it. All right, uh, all right I, I, I give it to him. I'll take that sandwich and I chuck it as far as I can <laughs> off into the bushes and say, I'm going to cast Firebolt as you throw it. <laughs> to try and light it on fire. Shoot, uh, roll to hit the sandwich. Tuna ski. Tuna ski. <laughs> Tuna ski. That's a natural one. Uh, you do not hit the sandwich. <laughs> Just a pew. Just a pew. Uh, per- performance issues. It's no okay. one saw that, right? <laughs> uh, well, your effort does not go unnoticed. <laughs> I tried to help. Sorry. It's the fault that counts. All right. Grail cog Man, sandwiches. Oh. What were we going to say, Grail cog? Uh, I was gonna say, man, that that poor rock over there got hit with uh, some fire. Um, yeah, but think about uh, that bush that's got tuna sandwich smeared on its face. Yeah, and there's probably some animal that's that really enjoying it. Spaybird's over there eating it. <laughs> yeah, Spaybird is absolutely eating the tuna sandwich. He immediately took off after your sandwich and started eating it. I, I, I take out some like just some jerky and start like nibbling on it. All right, you're nibbling your jerky. Everyone else packs up camp, and you guys head off uh, through the rest of the <clears throat> stone outcropping maze here we got. So I'm going to need one of you to make a survival check. If you, someone wants to help, you can do it with, like, advantage if you want to try to get I'm, through this I'm successfully. I'm pretty good at uh, wisdom tap stuff. I mean, like, tracking I'm, survival. I'm proficient with things. survival. Oh, I'm also proficient with survival. I don't, think the, I don't know if the barbarian would have very high wisdom uh, my wisdom modifier is plus two. Uh, I've got a plus three, so do you want to help me out? <laughs> yeah, I'll help you out. I will help. All right, Barbara cool. Grailcog the wisest one. Yeah. Okay, Grailcog, go ahead and make a survival check with advantage then. We're, we're looking at uh, 17. So you guys keep traveling through, and you do end up finding your way out pretty relatively easily. Like People say this is a hard area to travel through. But you end up making your guy, you make your way through pretty well. You guys exit, and you're now walking on a stone uh, path that is a little more well kept than the dirt path you were on before this whole maze. And you're walking through trees and bushes, and you guys are back up to like land level, like still above sea level, like the same as a uh, cliffside. That's I didn't establish what level was what, but you know what I mean. So you guys are walking, and you eventually reach the. City of Claydale. As you guys are walking, you notice the path goes off all the way in, uh, up all the way into a <clears throat> a wooden bridge that stretches out for like a hundred feet or so until it connects to the gargantuan floating city of Claydale. Is this bridge big enough to hold my cart? <clears throat> yes, yes, it is a large bridge. Fantastic. There are two guards stationed right where the land meets the bridge. However, though. They are I, standing there. And I as pull you approach, up on the reins and I say, whoa, guys, look, that there's a big floating city. What do you think that is? It's probably the floating city. Claydale, where we're going. Is that where we're going? So quick question. I mean, unless there's some other that is totally where we're going. The but is the city floating on water or is it floating in the air? It's floating on the water. Okay. It, okay, as Belmont says that, Wait, what did you just say? I said that it's probably the floating city, the one that we're going to. Oh. Yeah, and they said, well, no, this isn't the floating city. This is the city that floats. Welcome to Claydale. How can I help you? Oh, well, where did that guy come this. from? I didn't know there was a person standing next to us. We, we've been standing here the whole time. What? Yeah, hi. What state your business? Does anybody remember why uh, Lord Heidi Toity, what's his face, Santa Sarah? We're yeah. going, are we getting... We gotta kill somebody. No, we going. have to. What you can't killing is against the law. I'll have yeah. you. You know, you have to. You have to forgive my friend. He's kind of a an idiot. I am not an idiot. <laughs> He's an illiterate. That gentleman is a knight to be, Sir Merrick Copperkettle. Yeah, I'm on my way to knighthood. <laughs> Wait, 
we, he leans over, one of the first guard leans over to the guard on the left and he goes, we knight people in Claydale? And he goes, no. He goes, well, you're not getting knighted here. Why, why are you here? No, we're here to see Grestable. I believe that's his name. Oh, of course. Of course. I should have assumed. You're here to see the big reveal. What big reveal? Well, he's inventing something. Something extraordinary, I hear. I don't know what it is. But he's about to reveal it in the town square just today. Well, you're going to be oh, late if you don't exactly get on your way. But oh, before you get inside, what, what was that, Grilcock? That's exactly what we're here for. Well, great. Okay. Before you get inside, I should remind you the rules. Is this your first time visiting the city? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, there's only two really, like, ser- besides any general laws, like, don't kill people, don't cause trouble, you know the whole hootenanny of every single town you visit. But <clears throat> the biggest rules in Claydale is, as you can see, and as you guys do look at the city, from far away you wouldn't really be able to tell this. As you walk across the bridge, you'd be able to get to tell uh, more. The entire city, all the buildings, everything's made out of wood. The city is floating, so everything is wood. And he goes, there is absolutely no fire in any way, shape, or form on Claydale. We all use magic to light our way. Uh, so please, no fire at any time at all, ever, at all. Ever. Why are you all looking at me? <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm gonna nothing. I'm gonna give a glance over at Belma and just kind of smirk. <laughs> oh, and and the next thing is uh, no littering, please, in the ocean. We like to keep a you know, seaside clean. Well, that's just common sense. Why would anybody want to litter, especially in the ocean? You ever see those little sea turtles with those like little ring things that get caught around their necks and? People, like, paint pictures of them and put them up on billboards. It's, oh, it's just sad. Oh, yes, like when you go to the carriage station and buy a six-pack of tankards and those little rings that hold them in place. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, and the people, turtles. Just, yeah, people just throw them in the water. They just throw their wooden tankards out in the window and, oh. Did it's... we just make a six-pack of cannon in, the wor- in your world? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like, to take, I like to take True. my uh, little dagger that I keep with me and cut each of those rings so that way nothing can get stuck in them. That's a really smart thing to do. I should do that from now on. That's my good deed for the day while I'm doing it. I usually just walk all the way onto land and incinerate it and then walk back to the city since I can't do that in the city without the fire and all. But if you burn it, that depletes the ozone layer. What is the ozone layer? <laughs> I assume that we're walking across this bridge while we're talking about walking. this. At this the point, I'm like, just walking past. Okay, they've just been, you guys have been shouting back and forth. You're getting farther away. They're like, what is the ozone layer? And you're just like too far away. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are walking across the bridge. You get to the city. There's two more guards that if you got past the first ones, they just let you through. And you guys walk inside. The streets are bustling. This is, like, like I, just like I said, everything's made of wood. The streets are wood. The buildings are wood. Uh, literally everything. I, I was going to keep describing things, but they're all wood, so you get the <laughs> you get the idea. Uh, there is some. Um, Wait, are the plants almost, wood? The plants are not wood. There you are, said everything okay. was wood. Everything. Oh, I'm going to. Belmont gets struck by lightning and dies <laughs> right now. His character's done. <laughs> well, no. I just I'm just asking. Okay. Are the people everything wood? Structurally, structural wise, is made of wood. Generally, large structures, buildings, and streets. Is this? Just for future reference, because I don't know what's going to happen here, is this wood like stable? Like, how much force would it take to? It is very break stable. Through? It is very stable. Okay, so probably not going to happen. Like, if we break through it. Okay, make a quick. Make, make a quick. Not a one uh, by four. Make, a, make a, a perception six. check. <laughs> make a perception check. Hey guys, I, I've just been looking around while we're walking through here. Can it be an investigation check? Oh, yeah, you're investigating. Sure. And you should like totally keep your wits about you. Be on your toes, because. This city is just out to give you a splinter. Like every nook and cranny splinter waiting to happen. You might want to cover Spaperin's paws. I mean, he might get a splinter on there. I've already got like ten wood chips in my shoe, and it's like annoying the fuck out of me. Pardon my French, but <laughs> ow. Considering I'm riding on a cart and I'm not even walking, I got wood chips in my shoes. This is not good. From what you can tell, Belmont, you will not bust through the street unless you really hit the street really hard. Okay, so I'd have to... Throw. And the water is not just beneath the street. The city... Uh, make a history check. Actually, see if you would be able to notice. We're essentially dealing with a wooden Venice. Sort of, yeah. Okay. That's a 10. That's a 10. That's a 10. <laughs> Even with a 10, you would, you would know. It's very widely known. If uh, You probably would have heard of this. Uh, the uh, city's built on a complex system of like air pockets, almost. The reason it's called Claydale is because between the wood and the clay, they used it to make it airtight, and they made... Um, 
<clears throat> these large pockets of air underneath the city to help it to float. Gotcha. Okay. The only reason I'm asking is because, you know, our group has a really bad habit of throwing things through floors and other structures. So And breaking things and dropping and, heavy rocks. And dropping heavy rocks. How do you know that? <laughs> anyway, you guys are in the street and you're walking through. So is the guy we're looking for, like, center of town type of deal? He's unveiling this... Yes, you got. He. Okay. They told you that he's doing it in the town so square. So we can just pretty much follow the people. The, the entire the city is a wooden, a giant wooden octagon, essentially. So in the okay. center of this big octagon, uh, in between streets and like alleyways, however you want to get there, you get there, and all the people are gathering around this huge stage in the center of town that's connected to what looks like to be the town hall. And all these people are getting around. People are getting excited, and they're like, "Oh, I wonder what this is going to be." And there's some other guy that's like, "Oh, I can't wait! I've waited two fortnights just for this thing. I found a flyer two fortnights ago that said this is what was going to be revealed. I'm so excited!" And people are talking, and it's just like you guys are getting people filing behind you, and everybody seems to have like stopped doing whatever they're doing. All the people that were doing jobs are just everyone's off today. Everyone's see to hear see to here to see this big reveal. Last time I did a big reveal, I got arrested for it. <laughs> well, that, that was a long I time if ago. This is one of those uh, gender reveals. Someone pregnant. You someone... see a pink and blue balloon hanging from the stage. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Merrick, why They're having that... twins. <laughs> why does that not surprise me? I, I don't know. I, I guess you know me pretty well. <clears throat> did we used to be childhood friends? I don't think so. Do you ever remember meeting a blue boy with horns? Nah, I kept my eyes closed for the better part of my childhood because I was afraid of things. <laughs> I'm glad to see you are so brave now. Yeah, we played hide-and-seek a lot, and a lot of people would just hide, and and I, I'd never find them. They didn't want to be my friend. Belmont, can you real quick uh, make a perception check? It's a nine, and these dice are going to dice jail. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're, you're hanging out. <laughs> you're hanging out in the square. All right, uh, as you guys are talking, you eventually hear this large fanfare of <laughs> horns that is, like, going off, and some uh, uh, elf walks out on stage, and he walks out and he goes, Welcome, everyone! And he's talking into what looks like just, like, a megaphone, sort of, but it's just a big wooden cone. He's just talking into it, it's amplifying his voice. Welcome, everyone! And the whole crowd goes, Yeah! Woo! Some guys over here behind you are like, they're like, get him out of here. He's drunk. Get that guy out. He's like, <laughs> he takes his shirt off and he starts spinning it around and they drag him away. Anyway, the guy goes, uh, <clears throat> thank you all for coming to the to the large reveal from Crestival. And people go nuts again and they go, he will be coming out on stage momentarily. So if you all want to get his autograph, you must line up on the left side of this stage, please, because the right side is where the concessions are. And you guys see there's like, Things set up on the right side of the stage, just people with like food, go, and there's some guy going, Popcorn, peanuts, <laughs> six pack tankers of ale. Do they, do they have corn dogs? I really hope they have corn dogs. Anybody see corn dogs? Shit, I can't see anything. Somebody pick me up. Oh, I don't see what's going oh, on. The food and beverages uh, I, are so easily helped out. What'd you say, uh, Grokog? I, I help him out. I, I pick him up and I put him on my shoulders so that he can see if there's any corn dogs. Make oh. a perception check for corn dogs. Oh, thanks, buddy. Mary. Oh, that's a uh, nineteen. Yeah, you find a corn dog stand. Well, well, they got corn dogs, guys. Corn dogs and six packs. Welcome to Daconia. <laughs> <laughs> Real um, health nuts. How in this long world. is this line to get to him? On the to the right corn dogs. Side, it's there's no, a huge. To right now, there's not really a line. It's a, there's so many people you can't even tell where a line would okay. be. There's just a ton of people. There's a huge mass in the center of town. There's okay. almost everybody in town. Can I Talking turn? Like, can I turn to the group? Actually, once I see this guy, I can change into him. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, if, if we need to get to this guy and talk to him, I can clear the crowd. Okay. So I just kind of uh, turn to the stage and watch. Cool. So you told everyone that? Okay. Yeah. So as you guys are watching, he was, Boy, um, everybody, we're almost ready. Crestival is preparing right now. Just wait, wait a second, okay? Wait a little bit longer. Get some concessions. Get some... Uh, and he's like literally stalling, doesn't know what to say. And he goes, it will be ready soon. And I'm people start are going, what the hell's going on? It was supposed to happen already. I want to look to the people around me and just start going, Crestival, Crestival, Crestival. Make a performance check. See if you get <laughs> some people to join you. That is a 12. 
Is it 12? Yeah, yeah, you convinced some people. There's a couple of people. The one, the, the well, there's a person hanging out with that other drunk guy that got dragged away, but he kind of calmed down after his friend got dragged off, but he comes back over, he sneaks through the crowd, he goes, yeah, Crestival, Crestival, <laughs> and everyone starts chanting that, and pretty soon, like, the whole crowd is going, Crestival, Crestival, <laughs> the guy comes out, he goes, all right, settle down, settle down, um, <clears throat> so... Due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, the reveal will now be tomorrow. And everyone goes, boo! One guy goes, what? What? And people are freaking out, and there's, like, a lot of drunk people doing crazy things. I've, like, been standing in line for, like, the past ten minutes to get my corn dogs, and right before I get up there, <laughs> it's like the, the corn dog machine shut down. I'm like, oh, what the hell? The, the metal roll top sl- slides down and slams shut right as you're next in line and saying closed. Well, shit. I wanna, this, this is a one of the biggest letdowns ever. I want to look at uh, Haxian and say, I, ha- I have an idea. I uh, don't know how well it will work, but if you want to try it, I'm down. Or if you don't, I, mean, I can do it. I can do disguise self as well. Um... We know what the announcer looks like. In my experience, I never go that big. You, mm. There's social cues you gotta have for certain big people. The guards at the gate <laughs> and try to get it around backstage. I think we'll have a better shot. Okay, that's, I like that. That's a that's a better plan. I was just gonna go out and just say, "Oh, you that Restival, real big. Restival is gonna come out and uh, present it today, actually, and then see if we get his coax Restival to come out." I'd like to find out what's going on back there first. So I mean, I'm not opposed. Uh, me and you can both shape uh, shape change or change our faces to look like the guards, why? and we can walk back there. Why Why are we changing the way we look? Why are you changing the way you look? We don't necessarily need to. I'm just saying he was thinking about going big and being the announcer. I was thinking, like, if we're going to get backstage, we might as well look like we look the part. I mean, I looked at Grilcott. You don't think we look the part? I, I mean... mean uh... I'm just. I guess I'm just in it for the food. I mean, I'm just. I'm just saying we got we got a literal mountain of a man. If there's a problem, I think he can probably solve it. Yeah, but intimidation usually isn't my first, you know, go-to. It's not intimidation. Uh, it's just persuasion with a mountain behind you. Fair enough. Let's do this. Let's do this your way first. As I'm like trying to fight my way back from the corn dog line, like on the other side of this crowd, I'm like. Hey guys, you're never gonna believe this, but they closed down the corn dog machine. The fuck? Oh, Merrick, <clears throat> can you make a perception check on your way back to everybody? Sure thing, you, boss man. You get lost. <laughs> That's a nat twenty. Ooh, okay, meow. as you're walking and you're seeing all these legs walking in front of you, you through multiple pairs of legs, you see a set that are not moving, and they're like facing you. And as some people move out of the way, you notice that there is a hooded figure that is looking over the crowd kind of in the direction of all you you look over at your friends that are all talking and he's kind of looking in that direction and he starts to walk away as soon as he sees you look over oh shit uh anybody oh where is it you're not really right at them yet you gotta keep walking <laughs> but I can foul this like hooded guy right uh yeah alright I'm gonna, I'm gonna foul this here hooded guy cause he's probably up to no good so, and he might be out to take my corn dogs so i'm gonna stash a couple of them inside of my vest pocket and they, they protrude a little bit like someone sneaking too much food into a movie theater and with like one corn dog in hand like i'm ready to stab somebody with it i'm gonna sneakily follow him through the crowd to see where he goes on your way to follow the person uh there's a lot of people walking in your way and stuff like that i'm gonna need you to make another perception check to make sure you can stay on him. that's a 23 you're still on him. And by the time you get to an alleyway where you see he rounds a corner at the other end of it. Hmm. To, like, the right. Am I pretty far from my compadres at this point? Yeah, you, you'd be kind of far away by now. Is, is there if you went down the alleyway as I well. I could possibly see them because of the fact that I'm, like, over seven feet tall. No, because you were talking with everyone else about how to get behind stage. Because Belmont did pull you into the conversation. Speaking, speaking of which, he guys. He did. Uh... Have any of you seen uh, our little stout friend, uh, our lightfoot friend, Merrick? Anyone see him? He was upset about the corn dogs. I'm sure he's fine. Well, he was he was in line right over there. So yeah, Merrick, you if you continue down this alleyway after him, you'd be getting kind of far from your friends. 
but you can still see, you would be you can see them where you, you're standing. They like there's still people walking. Like you know where they're located generally because they haven't moved, but they don't know where you are because you've been walking. I look down at my half-eaten corn dog and I I, I start <coughs> to talk to it and I say, "What do you think, little buddy? Do I go back to the safety of my friends and inform them on what I witnessed, <laughs> or should I proceed farther ahead?" Just me, Merrick Copper Kettle, alone, lone wolf, bounty hunter. As you say that, by uh, himself, Spayburn starts to. You see Spayburn's face start to come closer and closer to your corn dog as you're talking to it. <laughs> yeah, God damn it, Spayburn! Don't eat my corn. That's it. I've had it. You know what? You go back. You you go back and you you stay with with those other guys. I'm I'm pressing on ahead, and I. I move forward stealthily down the alleyway, Spayburn hoping to find this hooded figure. Just me and my corn dogs alone. <laughs> Spayburn just lays down and looks at you. <laughs> All right, so you keep going down the alleyway? I go down the alleyway. Okay, so you go down the alleyway. <clears throat> As you go down the alleyway, you see the uh, figure is crossing the street and is walking up to a... Um, building that looks like some sort of general goods store. Hmm. And they enter inside. All right, I, I quickly run up to the general goods store and I open the door and I say, "Excuse me, hunted figure man." The person that was walking in the store is just browsing at something and turns around and goes, "You talking to me?" Yeah, I'm talking to you. What can I do for you? Are you up to no good? Like, are you a bad guy or something? A bet? What do you mean? I'm just shopping for goods. Oh, you're not anyone thinking about breaking the law or nothing like that? You... No, why Why would I be breaking the law? I don't know, you just seem pretty shady. Because on account of my hood? <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people remove their headwear or hoods when they walk into a store. Well, I... People I like... might think you're going to steal something. Hey, why don't you just pull that down? So, the hooded... Make a persuasion check, I guess, before they just do it. <laughs> Uh, that's an 11. 12, 13. 13! They go, uh, alright, and they take back their hood. It's a human with brown hair, brown eyes, he's just looking at you. Is, is that better for you? Do I look like a ne'er-do-well now? Ah, that's out of my vocabulary, but if a ne'er-do-well means average John, then yeah. An average John? I, it's just an expression that I came up with just now. Oh. Sometimes I th- say things to sound smarter, and I'm I'm really working on it. So sorry if I bothered you or anything, but just uh, just figured I I'd creep on you a little bit. No, it's all right. I don't. And it uh, obviously didn't work out very well in my favor. So wasted opportunity. It, no, it's it's all right. I was yeah just going to get some goods. I understand. I mean, I guess it is strange to wear my hood inside. I guess I didn't oh. think about it too much. Well, anyways, uh, my name's Merrick. What's your name? And I stick my hand out to shake his hand. Oh, well, I, he reaches his hand out to shake yours, and he goes, My name's actually John. That's why I was a little taken aback by your average John statement. I- oh, my goodness, that's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Well, no, I'm not offended in any way. Oh, well, that's good. Well, maybe you'd like to be my friend. Oh, sh- sure, I guess. Actually, you know what? Here, and I grab him by his hand. I go, come meet my friends. We're all eating corn dogs. Well, no, if you really don't mind, I have to get some items. And nah, I, really I have insist. Things to- <laughs> Tell you what, we can I'm, come back. i got to buy some things later anyways. And make, I just keep pulling them. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> with disadvantage. You, you can't get him when he doesn't want to come with you. Uh, that's a nine. That's a nine? He pulls his hand away and he goes, no, really, I really must be going. It's great to meet you, Merrick, but I, I really should be going now. Oh, all right. Well, see you later, John. I finish my corn dogs as I walk back to the group. Okay. How many corn dogs did you have? I thought you only had one. Like four or five. I stashed the oh other ones God. in my vest. Okay. All right, so you <laughs> make it back to the rest of the group. You guys were kind of just talking about what to do next. Hey, guys, I brought you some corn. Do- oh, I kind of ate all of them on the way over. Oh, Sorry. You, you just hand us each empty stick. <laughs> yeah. We can, you, we can make popsicle stick men at the next campfire. It's okay. I'm more of a funnel cake guy myself. Oh, funnel cake. Takes me back. Yeah, I remember those. Mm, I lick my lips. 
Did you say I lick my lips? I lick your lips? Yeah, I'm just talking in third person now. <laughs> Merrick licks his lips and looks up at Grailcott <laughs> and smiles. What the hell was What, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> Apparently you're a funnel cake. Alright, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to... I'm just gonna ignore that. I don't even know what that what we're talking about right now. Spellcasting barbarian, pastry chef, Grailcog. <laughs> Is there anything you can't do, Grailcog? <laughs> Door opener. Um, I'm not very good at knitting. Not very good, but he's still okay. <laughs> so does that right. mean you've tried? Grillcog is, uh, er, everybody is just, you guys are talking, and uh, as you guys are looking around while you're talking, you notice that the uh, town square is pretty much cleared out. Everyone's kind of went going back to what they should have been doing during this time. Uh, a lot of people, some people are still mad, standing at the edge of the stage, like, oh, come on, throwing stuff, and they're getting cleared out by guards, and uh, one of the guards comes up to you guys and goes, oh, all right, folks, be on your way. Isn't this a public space? Uh, yeah, but don't you have somewhere to be? Evidently not. We came here for the showing, and now it's not happening. Oh, you, you came all the way to town just for the showing? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What a shame. Is well, there something going on with Grestable? Grestable? It's on a need-to-know basis, I'm afraid. We well, need I'm, to know. I'm We're afraid. on a very sensitive diplomatic mission. Okay, see, wait, wait a second. Who are you? We were sent from Lord Hythor in order to speak to Grestable on an urgent matter. We have to speak with him now. You sent, do you have any official documentation stating that you need to see him? Can I pull out the letter that we got in the beginning? Uh, Signed yeah. by Lord Hythor? Yeah. Okay, I whip it out. Yeah, you have seen Lord Hythor, but this tells you to meet some sailor at the, the dock in Cliffside. This has nothing to do with Grestival. Which we did, and then he directed <coughs> us to Grestival. Unfortunately, the captain did not give us any documentation to prove this, but it is the truth. Make a persuasion check, I guess. You did pull out a letter. He's, he's like, okay, you do know Lord Hythor. Okay, much better. Um, persuasion, you said? So mm-hmm. Plus six, that is 23. 23? All right, I do believe that you've seen him, but as you are actually sent from Lord Hythor, okay, come with me. And he starts walking toward the uh, stage. And he's walking around back. All right, I, I follow. Yeah, I'm right behind him. Yeah. Okay, you guys are following him, and he stops kind of in a way where a lot of people, this is off the the street, not in the, or away from the angry people, there's no one around, but you you and this guard. And he goes, all right, so <clears throat> this is not on a public, knowledge, this is not public knowledge, so please keep this information to yourself. I immediately look to Merrick. <laughs> 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 what? Why, what are you looking at me for? Oh, no reason at all. Continue. Uh, oh, okay. He lacks my bloodstained paper boat hat. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, fellas. I I have places to be. I'm a guard and all this. I'm just here to tell you what you want to ask me. Oh, my God, I'm me. so sorry. That was so rude of me. Uh, it's, it's quite all right. Continue, Mr. Guard, sir. I'm going to grow up to be a knight like you someday. Well, I'm not a, I'm not knighted at all. Oh, well, I'm going to be a knight. Oh, well, congratulations <laughs> one day. Can I please just tell you what I was going to tell you? Sure, go right ahead. Don't let me interrupt you. Okay, so the, the Dude truth is... Dude is just, like, telling his whole life story to every single person he runs into. <laughs> Merrick goes, don't let me interrupt you. As soon as he finishes that, Grogcock interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he says... Uh, so the, the truth be told, um, Christopher was supposed to present today, and he still should be, and I don't know if he's going to tomorrow. You see, he's missing. He was supposed to meet here, like, two hours ago, and he wasn't, and we sent a bunch of people to go find him, and... We haven't been able to find him. We have no idea where he is. Where was he staying? Well, he has an apartment in Claydale. Do you know what he was planning on presenting? Uh, no, I don't. That really was on a re- very need-to-know basis. Not even we knew. I mean, he was going to reveal it to literally everyone. Does he have any enemies? I don't think so. Everyone pretty much loves him. You saw how many people there were in the square. Just so, uh, would you like me to quick take you there? Yes, this is, please, That would please. be considered business, especially if you're going to find him. I, I totally am on board with you guys helping that out. Please. All right, please follow me. And he starts walking you guys through the streets. There's a lot of just people walking around. It's midday. Uh, uh, as you guys are walking, Belmont, can you make a perception check? That's a natural one. <laughs> Again. We're walking. Belmont trips and falls in his face. No, I'm just joking. You, know, you are making a walking check. As he starts to look, like... Can I just pull him aside and start to tell him my story about what I went to go do so he's, like, distracted? Absolutely. 
Merrick pulls him aside and starts telling him his life story again. Not my life story. I was oh. telling him like I, I saw that dude, the hooded. Oh, figure. you're telling him about what you just did. Okay. Yeah, I relay all that information to Belmont. Well, he went into some general goods store. Did you get the name of the store? His name's John. Oh, the name of the store. Name of the store. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> but there were definitely letters and words on top of that door and he there's like a little wooden sign thing that squeaks when the wind blows and there's probably something written on it but his his name was john he was really nice and polite so what you're saying is that someone is probably following us at this very moment i i don't know look around do you see anything <laughs> can i make a perception check <laughs> I think that was your perception. That was your perception. Like, as you go, hmm, uh, maybe we should take a look around. The guy goes, we're here. And you walk up to the uh, to this building that has a couple windows in it, and there's a door in the bottom. Looks like some sort of lock on it. It's got a bunch of different locks along the outside, and there's a bunch of keys for each one. So it looks like each of the tenants has some kind of key to get into this place. All right. Uh, real quick question. Is Spayburn still lying at that corner? I was actually going to say that right as you guys were talking. No, I was going to say on your way back, Spayburn would have followed you back with everyone else as you were sitting there. Spayburn he is just, a very obedient dog, though. You did say go with everyone else. That is dog, true. So, yeah. He's such a good dog. I ruffle his ears. <laughs> Spayburn goes, Here, you can chew on this uh, corn dog stick. So I'm going to tell everybody else when I have a second that there's a potential that someone is following us. Okay. And I'm going to describe, to the best of my ability, what he told me John looks like. You're telling everybody to the guard, too? No, just the party. Okay, because he's standing right there. Well, when I have a second when the guard's not there. He was okay. like, so the guard was goes, like a human right. dude, fair skin. He had, like, brown eyes, brown hair. And that was about it. I'm, I'm really good with, like, remembering faces. And eye color. And hair color. And names. Only first ones. Good judge of character. That's what you got Spayburn, Spayburn for. Well, he's not a very good judge of character. He'll sniff just about anybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Spayburn is sniffing the guard's ass. <laughs> the guard's like, all right, oh, he's pushing Spayburn's face away. He goes, okay, I, I think I'll be on my way then. If you guys find anything, please come to the uh, guard barracks. It's located near Town Hall in the center of town. Will do. And your name, sir? Oh, my name is Clyde. Clyde. Yes, Officer Clyde. Officer Clyde. Yes. All right, Officer Clyde, thank you. And he starts walking away. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to tell everybody that there's a potential that we're being followed, and keep an eye out for a hooded figure. Keeping my eyes peeled. I should say, Merrick, you would know, it was, he was wearing a brown cloak. Oh, I brown cloak. that before. He really likes the color brown. He sure does. I'm wearing a lot of brown. His last name is Brown, though. <laughs> John Brown. <laughs> brown. John Wayne. Yes, you guys are in front of the apartment building. Oh, Grail Cog. Wait, what? no, I don't want to destroy public property. There's a door. Open the door. <laughs> Try the handle. We're not deputized officers of the law. That would be breaking an entry. The guard left us here so that we could investigate whatever's going on. We don't even have probable cause. <laughs> Let alone we have a warrant. We don't have a warrant either. We we got nothing. Me and, me and uh, Merrick are going to sit down and open up our... Uh, criminal procedure law books and see if we can uh, find enough probable cause to get access into this. I'll just look over your shoulder and pretend that I'm reading, and I, I nod and go, hmm, yeah, alt right there, alt, I open, on. I lick my I fingers. I go for the handle and try the door. Is it open? I'll, I'll lick Gadriel's fingers while he turns the page. <laughs> <laughs> We're making this a team you're, effort. You're over my shoulder, I stick my index As finger up over my, over my shoulder and you lick it, spin the page, or turn the page. <laughs> Can I make I, an I'm also joining them. I, I do want to try and open the door. Because at this point, if we're going based off a of probable cause, then I'll, I'll, I'll attempt to open the door. Can I, w- also Can I make an investigation check? Yeah. Just in the are general area? Is it a two-story building or one-story? It's a three-story building. Three-story building. Is there a gutter pipe? Uh, no. No? They kind of have gutters up top, but then they just kind of funnel off on uh, okay. both sides side. so that the water just kind of pours down into the street in like a stream. Okay. I guess if it were raining, it's not raining. I was just no. looking for a viable way to get up to a second story window and maybe get in that way. Do we know what room he's in? Or what floor he's on? Oh, no. The guard only knew that he had a I was just thinking if building. I could get in, I could unlock the door. Yeah. Uh, be, uh, before we try to do that, is there a 
main mailbox with a bunch of little mailboxes with room numbers and names attached to them. You're really going for this apartment building thing. I like it. Or is there like a like an intercom thing where you can bring the button? It's got. The <laughs> I don't know name if we got that person. yet. There but. is on the door. There is uh, different stones that are attached to the wood. That it's like speaking stones <laughs> that are attached to the uh, frame that have uh, initials carved into it. And one of them is G, which is on the very, which is the third one. So which third you'd floor. assume is the third floor if you were looking at this. I, <clears throat> I want to press. The speaking stone for the neighbor, the one next to G. The one below G on the second one is, uh, there's only three stones. It looks like there's three apartments. Oh, okay. Floor, Each one floor, of them have their own floor. floor. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, I'll press the button for the second floor person. Okay, the second one says S, and you press it. Does anyone answer? Nothing happens. You have to speak into it. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> it was, I thought, Hello? You hear, hello? Yes, ma'am. We are here investigating the disappearance of Grestaville, and we were told that he was uh, living here. We would like to uh, be let up, if we could, to try to see if there's any clues upstairs. I elbow him because I, I kind of whispered in his ear. I'm like, oh, he's that's not common knowledge. Disappearance of Grestaville? Well, d- don't be silly. He's in his apartment right now. Just give him a buzz. I saw him there this morning. Okay, okay, so here's here's the real deal, ma'am. It is a surprise. We are a bunch of his friends, and we are here to visit him, but he doesn't know we're coming. Would you please let us in so that way he doesn't need to uh, know until we get there? Gabriel, you... are you sure that that's what you... I cover his mouth. I get... We just we don't want to we don't want to alarm anybody or we don't want to alarm him of our appearance here until the very last minute when he sees us at the door and we want to bring a bright. Do I before I do this? Do do I get the sense that she's elderly? Yes. Okay. I want to be like, you see, we were great great friends when we were young and we've stayed friends over the years. I am. All of us here are think very fondly of Grestaville, and we decided to make a long journey here um, just to see him and catch up on old times. You know how it is with friends from way over the years, and and you just you, sometimes you got to meet up with them and and catch up. And you, I would love to see the smile on his face when he opens the door and makes eye contact with us for the first time, and his jaw hits the floor, and a tear begins to crest in the corner of his eye. And, you know, emotions are flowing. Do you know what? Have you ever had that happen to you, ma'am? Merrick starts to cry. Yeah, yes, I have, but I usually don't start with, hey, my... The person I'm coming to visit is missing. Why did you go that direction? Because before? I don't, I don't know if you're how close you are with him, and and like I said, we don't want to alarm him. All right. Well, that was all very touching. So much so that if there were gods in place that made you roll some sort of check for that, <laughs> they would say you didn't even have to. All right. <laughs> all right. Hold on. I'll I'll come down. And the stone like was glowing before as you're talking, and it kind of stops glowing. I'm gonna and look at the party and be like, Ooh, "My hands are sweaty." Jesus, <laughs> real. That was downright devilish. I can't believe you lied to that old woman. I Sometimes. take offense to that. <laughs> Why do you take offense to old woman? <laughs> no, to devilish. I I want to bend oh. down and uh, speak with Merrick here. Um, <laughs> Almost as if, like, I'm like the, the really large father talking to his infant son. And do you, wanna, do like, you bend a knee and just ha- have him take a seat on your thigh as you talk to him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I start to explain to him, I'm like, listen, I know that that was not the truth, but in this time, because of the fact that we can't be going around telling everybody that one of the favorite people in this area is completely and utterly missing. We don't want to ensue panic. We don't want them to uh, we don't want them to actually be worried about it. Like, let us worry about it first. And then if it's something that's more of an issue, then we go from there. But that does mean sometimes telling a few white lies. So, you know, don't be hasty. Yeah, but I, I was always told that uh, it's always bad to lie. And if you don't have anything nice to say, then you best not say anything at all. Then uh, why don't we take our own advice? That goes against what you said. 
He, he totally didn't have to say those things. He was lying. Why did he say anything? We could have just told the truth. Yes, but if we told the truth, then uh, that poor old lady up there, uh, she might have injured herself. We would want something like that now, would I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Merrick and uh, say, listen, so we don't want to cause a panic, and uh, if we tell them the truth in this instance, it might subsequently get more people injured or hurt by causing a panic if they know that Grestaville is missing, and uh, so this would be the lesser of the two to lie to this old woman and uh, keep the peace at the moment instead of causing a ruckus. Yeah, I know, but it's wrong to lie. As you guys are talking, the door opens and you see an elderly human woman standing there with a cane. And she goes, oh, hello. Hello, you beautiful, beautiful woman. Oh, you're too much. And she pinches your cheek. And she's like, come right this way. I'll take you right up to his apartment. He's on the third floor. And she's walking super slow up the stairs, one step at a time, cane, foot, foot, cane, foot, foot. And she goes up the stairs. Can I just uh, carry, like, scoop her and carry her? You pick her up? Yeah, and just hold her, hold her like, endearingly. Like, okay, I'm having my arm on her like, back and her, my other arm underneath like, her Like, uh, Shaggy carrying Scooby-Doo, and you pick yes. him up. And you start walking, she goes, oh, such a gentleman. <laughs> and she's just, like, <laughs> she's uh, just feeling your muscles and stuff as you're walking <laughs> up the stairs now. Oh, my goodness. I lean over to America and say, I usually buy him a drink first, but, hey, I, I admire his uh, pizzazz. I normally go for someone that's not four times my age. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look back at uh, Haxian and be like, "We don't have time for that." <laughs> and just, uh, I pull out a flask. We always have time for that. <laughs> and take a sling. And uh, so I don't need her to necessarily show me where his apartment is. I just know it's on the third floor, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to drop her back off at the second floor. drop her down the stairs? No. no. <laughs> I'm just going to put her back at her, her door and say, oh, uh, what was your name, my dear? Oh, my name was Stacy. Stacy. Okay, Stacy. So, uh, I, it was lovely meeting you. I'm going to leave you here so that way you're back at your uh, apartment and uh, we can take it from here. We, we've been here before. We know what we're doing, where we're going. Uh, so thank you very much and uh, you've been a tremendous help. And after we spring the surprise, we will be sure to uh, uh, let him know that, uh, you know, how much of a help you were to this. Oh, okay, thank you. Do a stop in before you leave. I do have something for you. But it's, I'll have it ready by the time you come back. <laughs> Oh, we're definitely going to stop back. We'll be back tomorrow and the day after that, mm-hmm. and maybe we can stop by for dinner. You know <laughs> My what? My tail and, is going to come up and hit him on his and ass. Stacy, you, you were probably hot when you were young. Ow! God, why'd you do that? <laughs> Shut up. Oh. Was I taking it too far? A little bit. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm I'm trying this new thing that I talked about with my friends, and I wink at Stacy. Stacy looks very confused. <laughs> and she winks back and then shuts the door. I'm going to look at Merrick and be like, is the new thing you're trying out lying? Because you're not very good at it. Well, they're, they're white lies. White lies. Oh, okay. All right, so we're going we're gonna to go up to Grestival's room. Okay, so you guys make your way up the stairs, and you get to the top, and Grestival's, there's a G and carved on the door. Is it, is it locked? The door is open. Ooh. Cracked open. A jar? A jar. Oh, grail cog! Wait, I think we should try to stealth. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with it on that one. Um, I will still go to try and open the door. But let's um, you guys let's no have fun. some things ready. And I I raise my, my warhammer ready... Ready to strike as I, I move in closer to the door to open it. Um, is it okay if I do it stealthily? Uh, yeah, roll for stealth. Should, right. we all, should we all roll for stealth? Yeah, everybody roll for stealth. Just so you know how stealthy you're going to be. All right, stealth? that's going to be a 19 that's... on my end. It's an 18 on my end. Merrick's got an 11. 19. 25. <clears throat> 
right. Everybody's being pretty stealthy, but Merrick's not really watching where he's stepping, and the boards are creaking where his feet are stepping. I'm so, like, bothered by the fact that I just lied to that (laughs) You're so guilty on the inside. I'm I'm just dragging my feet. (laughs) You're getting so many splinters. (laughs) So many splinters. This town is out to get me. Wood chips up the wazoo. So, out. Grailcog? Are you opening the door? Yes, uh, I I am opening the door as stealthily as I can. Okay, it's like, like like I said, it's just uh, clicked open. It's just a jar, so you stealthily move it open. The door is opening really quietly, but I'm going to need you quick to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh. Okay. I'm glad the meat oh, shield went uh, first. Oh, that twenty. Ooh. Ooh, you quick step back as you hear this sound of metal scraping on wood above your head. And you move, and a bucket falls off the top of the door, hits the ground, and some kind of weird uh, liquid splatters all over the ground. What is it? Gadriel, I dare you to touch it. I wouldn't touch it. I triple I'm dog sniff dare you. It. <laughs> Smells like grapes. I push his face in it. <laughs> his face starts burning. He looks like two is it? Yeah, you die. No. Is it, is it wine? Yes, it's wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, if, I, if you say it's wine, I'm guessing that I would recognize that it's wine. Yeah, you would. I'm gonna. Uh, if you smell, if you put your face up yeah. to it, it's wine. I'm gonna uh, take my finger and and uh, touch it, and then dab it on my tongue real lightly. Dab it on your tongue. It tastes like wine. It, it, fellas, fellas, I'm gonna hold my hands out in the air, and right in front of everyone. I, I, I know what this is. This is a bucket. Of wine. Make a constitution check. I'm just joking. No, you <laughs> Does this dry wine, sweet wine? Like, are we talking like red, white? What's going on here? This is a rose blend, somewhat semi sweet. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to continue describing. That's it? Okay. Yeah. So it's sweet. All right. No, it's, it's, so, it's yeah, that's all that happens after you guys open the door. Otherwise, uh, you look in this room. It is carpeted. There's like a throw carpet over it, but it's a really large one. It covers up the entire what looks to be like the living room of this apartment. There's two rooms that uh, move off to the left with no doors in the uh, frame. They're just two other rooms. So is this like a studio and apartment kind of looking thing? Yeah, but there's the main room. It's, so there's no bed in this. So there's a, clearly a bedroom, what looks to be uh, another room that you have to look inside. One bedroom apartment. <laughs> one bedroom apartment, yes. Okay. And there is just a living room other than that. It has a small little spot for cupboards and stuff like that, so the kitchen's kind of built into it. <clears throat> but it right. is a pretty well-furnished apartment for an apartment. It looks like a wealthy, middle-class person. Does too. it look disrupted at all? <clears throat> Make an investigation check. Okay. Can I assist him in this? Yes. Make it with advantage? Yeah, make it with advantage. 19. Okay. You look around the room. Upon first inspection and looking around, doesn't look to be that big of a deal, but you look over and on the windowsill, um, there is some dirt on the windowsill, and it is also on the floor. And as you walk over to that, you see there's a broken piece of pot, like uh, what would be a pot, like that would holding the plant, like a potted plant. The pot is broken, like ceramic pot, with uh, what looks to be blood on it underneath like an end table so that's why it was hard to see from a distance but you walked up and you kind of saw that okay so the is the there's is there there's a potted plant on the window there was it looks like there was one there there okay. would have been one there but there's dirt like so the, it was did the dirt off. is the dirt blown in or is there not inward, much dirt inward. inward okay so someone came in okay i'll relay that all right guys so with my tracking abilities <laughs> which are not magic in nature at all. I just have a pretty good set of eyeballs. Someone came through this window, broke this pot, and uh, there's blood here. I don't know whose blood it is, but uh, if there's a blood trail, that means we can track it. Hey, you know what? I could probably have Spyburn sniff that blood, and he could, like, track it through the streets or something, and we could follow him. Assuming that your dog can climb stairs, I like that idea. 
I would assume that the dog can climb stairs. He got up here. Spayburn is in the room. Oh, he's in the room? Okay, yeah. I, thought he, I thought we left him at the door. Okay, we're good. Mm. Never mind. I thought okay. you were going to say something crazy, like, assuming Spayburn can climb ladders, we are good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Spayburn sprouts wings. Spayburn is on the escalator on his way up. He's a mastiff of corn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks like we've got a trail to follow, gentlemen. Oh, you going to sick him? Oh, yeah. Merrick? Well, I, what time of day is it? It's midday. Kind of starting to get into the afternoon by now. I say we go. I, I say we go as soon as we get some lunch because I am hungry. <laughs> I want to uh, take a peek in that spare room. You'll eat on the okay. way, Merrick. <laughs> uh, you're looking in the spare room or the bedroom? <laughs> uh, did we, were we weren't not able to see in either of them? Unless you walk inside, no. Okay. You just saw, you saw a bed. I'll go the in the bedroom first. Okay, you look in the bedroom. And it looks, there. there's some, um, the bed is kind of just tossed back together. It's not really folded, or like the sheets or beds aren't made. But <clears throat> there's some, uh, what looks to be ladies' undergarments strewn about the ground in various spots. <clears throat> and uh, the closet door is open. And there is uh, a an end table in the corner with what looks to be an envelope sitting on it. Okay, first I want to... <laughs> I don't know. I sound this without sounding creepy. Examine the ladies' undergarments <laughs> uh, to decipher if they are human. You sound creepy. Dwarf. Yeah, roll for perviness. This is or tiefling. Yeah. Like, is there a is there a, a hole for a tail? Gadriel, you no. Barber. There's not <laughs> hole there's for not a, tail. a tail. Yeah, hole. sure. That's what you're there thinking. There is not yeah. a Gross. tail hole. Uh, okay, and then I want to grab the letter. Okay. Uh, well, I have a humanoid then hole. looking. There's nothing crazy. Sure, they look humanoid. Yeah. All right. Grab the letter. You know, that's a felony to open someone else's mail. It's out of the mailbox. And, <laughs> and the letter is... It's not is posted. It's post not addressed stamp. to anybody. We're also breaking an entry here. We're not, we didn't break. The letter we is just entered. sealed This is trespass. It's not burglary. sealed on the uh, wax. Wait, what's that? The letter is sealed with a, with a uh, signet, like, in the wax. I want to look at Belmont and say... I know you can shoot fire, but can you just, like, make a fire appear? Uh, let me consult with the gods. Can I use Firebolt to try and, like, just heat up the wax? And then just... <laughs> no, that's, that's not, not how Firebolt works. Fire if you want thing. to destroy okay. the letter, yes. No. As you're talking Is about this candle? and you're figuring out, uh, <laughs> Belmont, I need you to make a history check with advantage. I just rolled a six two times. That's a... That's a that is a nine, uh, nine. That is a nine. That's a nine? Nine. Even with a nine, you would definitely recognize the sigil of the renowned criminal Wolfenstein. I drop it, and I leave the room. The letter's on the ground. I pick it up. <laughs> I, look at, <laughs> I look at Belmont and be like, uh... We have to leave. Why? What? What's we wrong? Have to go. Is this letter magic or something? No, but we have to go. This place is not safe. We have to find a safe okay. place. Should we take this with us? Sure. I don't care. Okay. We have to leave. <laughs> you guys leaving then? Yeah. Let's is everyone else uh, doing that? Um. Wait. Do we want to follow this blood trail? Uh, There's not a blood trail. There is. Blood we, trail could, we could pick what? up a scent. I want to yeah, pick leave, up the piece of pottery, Pete. And it's not of, a huge like blood splatter. It's like a no. But I'm at least going to keep it this. and just for the scent, scent for Spayburn. I'll tuck it away in my my okay. uh, double it. Bef- uh, we can head out before we leave. I want to do. I do want to take a peek in the other room though too. Okay. All right. You step into the other room, which is a small washroom. It's got a basin with some water, and it's got a. <laughs> toilet there is some it looks like it pretty much just kind of drops the waste down into like almost the ocean beneath the city they have like a weird way of getting rid of it uh merrick you do now know that this is a toilet it is indoor plumbing what oh, okay so this just goes straight down into the ocean no no there's a way <laughs> no no there's a way to get they have like a, a processing there's area a, where, they, a, where they do all that there's toilet wizards. They do this arcane thing, clean the water. Oh shit! It's there's difficult. like a school of magic for toiletry. I would assume so. I mean, is that a, like an archetype or something? I I don't know. Like anybody, 
Hey. I've heard of artificers. Maybe there's toileters. Hey, uh, Belmont, you you do like that um, magic-y stuff. Did you ever go to school and maybe take an elective in toiletry? <laughs> Can we talk about this on the way to a safe place? I mean, possibly, but, well, shit, I, I'd really like to learn more about this indoor plumbing, so may, maybe I'll take a class someday. Right as Merrick says that, you guys hear the door shut from where you came in. And you look back into the room, and there is three dudes standing there looking at you guys. What do these dudes look like? These dudes are wearing <laughs> some leather armor. They have swords drawn, and they do not look like city guard. And one looks at you and goes, oh, Shiza. And that is where we will end our episode. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. If you're still with us and still listening, we appreciate it. Don't forget to please like and subscribe. Get into the thick of it. Yeah, we are uh, We are now on not only just Podbean and YouTube, but we also have now been on, uh, put ourselves on uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast Player on the Android Store as well. So, uh, Whatever's most convenient for you. Yeah, yeah, please go ahead and listen and share with your friends and... Uh, Keep an eye open on our Facebook page as well. Uh, all of them are under Tales, Tales of Daconia. Tales from uh, uh, Tales from Daconia. I'm sorry, and uh, D A E K O N I A. And uh, you know, make sure you share. Like I said, but uh, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can feel free to email us at talesfromdaconia at gmail.com. Sounds good. All right, Let's roll for coolness before we leave. Let's see how cool we are. We're 10 cool. Oh, that might, might be a new record. It's an upward swing. It is. We're on our way up. Yes. We're getting cool. We're getting cool. It's, it's, just, hey, it's you know, just, you know, it's whatever. All right. See you guys. Later, dude. Until next time. Till next time. Later. Dun, dun, dun. dun, 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 dun.